So I myself was hospitalized in 2005 for trying to take my own life. And thankfully, I found the outlet of fitness, and my family helped support me to get me out of it. But not everybody is so lucky, which is why I'm starting this movement. But it's basically a movement, not just hope for depression or suicide, but it's hope for any kind of struggle. No matter how much you're struggling, there's always hope to overcome. Welcome to The Shut Up Show. This is the Brave Solopreneurs Podcast helping you shut up and make shit happen. Inside every episode, you'll hear raw and uncensored conversations with amazing entrepreneurs and thought leaders who bring their best work every day despite being scared shitless. You'll gain mindset strategies on how to brave through your fears, tactical advice to help you define your shut up moment, and impact-driven tips inspiring you to live and work on your own terms. And now, your hosts and co-shut-uppers of making shit happen, Bernie Shung and Phil Gerbyshack. Shut up show, Bernie Shung, Phil Gerbyshack, and this week, Amy Clover's going to rock our socks off. Bernie, you're driving this bus. Tell us what we've won. Oh, let's do this thing. Chicken wing. I'm so excited about today's guest. Um, not only because is she an amazing talent, but she is my new sister. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that, but she's adopted me as her older and uh, much shorter sister. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> Amy Clover, thank you for being here with us, Miss. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thank you so, so much for uh, being patient about me getting on here. I really wanted to. It's just that, like, the tour was a little crazy. So Yeah, somebody was touring North America. Because she... <laughs> She's just way too cool for us nobodies. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. But you know, Phil, Phil, we're gonna we're gonna dive into that because uh, you and I had the wonderful pleasure of meeting Amy in person in Milwaukee during her 30 by 30 project, which we'll get into. But before we get into that awesome project, which she just closed up, and I can't wait to hear the rest of that. Um, I'm really going to go into why we chose Amy to be a guest uh, for the Shut Up Show. Um, so for some of you listeners who, who are, are new to the show, um, Amy is somebody in my uh, most recent past, if that makes sense, um, who said something in an interview I recently listened to that helped me to have my shut up moment. Um, this kind of gave birth to the shut up show, to be quite honest with you, uh, with me and Phil. And again, we'll get into that a little bit. But Amy, my goodness, girl, I told you this in person when I met you. But uh, part of the reason why I hand selected you to be in the show is because you said something in an interview one time. <laughs> uh, it was with our, our buddy Srini of Vlogcast FM also known as School of Life uh, on Twitter. And I remember you in the interview saying something along the lines of, when I looked around to see what all the people were doing and making an impact, I said to myself, well, why can't I, right? Why can't I do that too? And in that moment that you said that, it made me kind of go, you know what? Whoever this chick is, she's so right about that. Why can't I too? And so fast forward to today, you and I are friends because of a movement that uh, I, I piggybacked on that, that you created and you launched in, in just, you know, a couple of weeks, really. So anyway, let, let, let's, let's go back a little bit. Let's go back a little bit and talk about who you are, what you do, and what I'm talking about, which is the 30 by 30 project. Cool. 
cool. So, ah, I love you, girl. I love you. And I just, I love, like, hearing just how you created your own movement from this movement. That's what this is all about. So, um, in January, I launched an Indiegogo campaign to um, do my tour of 30 cities across uh, North America of donation-based boot camps to raise funds and awareness for this amazing suicide prevention charity called To Write Love on Her Arms. Um, again, that's To Write Love on Her Arms. And uh, they help people who suffer with depression, self-injury, substance abuse, and suicide, and basically all kinds of struggle. They provide hope for these people. Um, so I myself was hospitalized in 2005 for trying to take my own life. And thankfully, I found the outlet of fitness and my family helped support me to get me out of it, but not everybody is so lucky, which is why I'm starting this movement. But it's basically a movement, not just hope for depression or suicide, but it's hope for any kind of struggle. No matter how much you're struggling, there's always hope to overcome, and there's always hope for that, that happier, better, more peaceful life. So um, that's what this movement is about, and that's what um, thankfully inspired Bernie to just blossom and I'm so so happy to be a small part of that. Hell if it was a small part of that honey. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big part. Um, let, let's take it back a little bit you know because like like I said uh, there were a lot of moments that happened um, from, from the moment that you really essentially from the moment you actually were thinking about taking your life many many years ago before Strong Inside Out your website even started and before I even started my movement and before you and I had even met so if we take it back several years ago uh, that point that very pivotal moment in your life where you felt like there was nothing else to live for I'm done uh, you know the, the, I, I hate myself I hate life I don't want to throw it all away to where we are now, which it sounds like, what are we talking about, eight, nine years later, Amy? Yeah, it was about uh, eight, eight, almost nine years later, yeah. Right, okay, so so a lot has happened in the meantime, and I don't yeah. know if I shared this with you before, I, I think I only showed you a little bit, I gave you a little glimpse of that, but here's what happened, I wrote a timeline down for myself, because I was telling Phil about how awesome Amy is, and he got to meet you in person, but yeah. he, didn't, he didn't know this, so I'm gonna share this with you in case you didn't know this. So you were talking about 2003, was around the time you were feeling suicidal, very, very clinically depressed. Okay, 2009, let's fast forward, right? Now you've gotten into fitness, you're a personal trainer, and a bunch of other amazing things, fitness and health related, to help save your life, right? Mm -hmm. In 2009, um, I, I met a really good friend named Jason Mueller, who you also met in Milwaukee, who's, who was also going through a very difficult time in his life. Between 2009 to about 2011, I helped kind of informally coach him as his friend. Um, we we're both dealing with depression. We we're both dealing with what do we do with our lives. I helped him look for a job. And around 2011, he said, hey, Bernie, check out this link. There's this girl who, she reminds me so much of you. Go look at her website, and, I'm, I'm, and I don't know really why I'm telling you. I just want you to see it because I think it will resonate with you. Yeah. Well, guess, guess whose blog it was, <laughs> right? Okay, so 2011, stronginsideout.com was brought into my life from Jason. And I'm going, wow, she's gorgeous, she's smart, she's vulnerable, she's raw. This is freaking amazing. But, but I bookmarked it, and I, and I forgot about it, right? So that was 2011. 2012 comes around, 
Jason, you know, sends me an email about one week after I just got done listening to a podcast interview on Blogcast FM, where some chick was doing some crazy freaking Indiegogo campaign about something about depression. And lo and behold, Serena's like, so my friend Amy Clover, I go, that name sounds freaking familiar. And then I go back on and I look at that, I go in my Gmail and I'm like, okay, Jason, link, blog, Amy Clover, stronginsideout.com. So Jason sends me that email, like I said, one week after the, the interview you had with Srini on Blogcast FM talking about the launch of your 30 by 30 project. And, and Jason didn't know I'd listened to the interview. And Jason said in another, you know, uh, um, email, he goes, Bernie, I think there's something really awesome going on. Are you interested in going in with me and asking Amy if she'll come to Milwaukee? And I go, what is this thing that we're going to do with Amy? Like, I know Amy's launching something, but what does this have to do with anything we can do? And so I, I'm going to let you kind of take it from there, but I'm going to add one more thing. Jason wasn't told that there was anything that was going to happen in Milwaukee. Jason didn't really personally connect to you. He had just been following you. But Jason saw some parallel with what you were doing with the 30 by 30 project, what he was interested in, what I'm capable of doing, and essentially Jason and I made a cold call to you and said, hey, Amy Clover, I love your 30 by 30 project. Are you willing to come to Milwaukee? So take it from there and kind of tell me what, how did this happen? Yeah, really? and I, so I wrote a whole post about my whole experience with Milwaukee, but if you didn't read it, my initial reaction was no. <laughs> my initial reaction was like, Milwaukee is not a part of my tour list. And you know what? It doesn't sound like it's that crazy fun. So I was I was initially going to just like skip it over. But then I knew Jason. Jason had interacted with me before um, through Strong Inside Out. So he and I have ta had talked before. And I knew he was like uber passionate about changing lives and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, well, this this really speaks to me. And then he got you involved. And I had talked to you briefly just through the campaign. And I was like, well, sure, you know, I'm going to be in Chicago, so it's going to be right around there, and why not? So I ended up going, and you guys blew my freaking mind. Like, just, first of all, just the people involved were so passionate and engaged and just all about this whole movement. Each person that was involved had their own movement that was brewing, and it was so cool to be able to step into that and just kind of, like, ignite all of that and just get it just blowing up so that was really cool to watch and also I fell in love with the freaking city I really really loved Milwaukee and I wasn't expecting to at all um, and I think that's all due to you guys though I think I mostly love the people more than the actual city but um, so they reached out to me and initially I was just like oh, okay it'll be you know it'll be a filler city is what I actually wrote my post in. Um, but then when I got there I found out that it was anything but and these people just like are doing amazing big life-changing things there's so many people that were at that particular event that particular movement meetup like you guys that are just major major impact in the world. So it was it was so cool to be able to be a part of that community as well. I feel like I'm still a part of your community, which is super awesome. So yeah. That's awesome, Amy, seriously. And and I think it was easy for Milwaukee, um, and Phil can attest to this too, it, it was easy for Milwaukee to embrace you, Amy, and, and the whole 30 by 30 project and the strong inside out movement in general, because you were talking about a message 
um, and a cause that people can really relate to, which the core of it all was really uh, how do we deal with depression, how do we deal with suicide prevention, whether it's our own or whether it's somebody in our family, and then even greater, how do we start movements, right? How do we start movements to support something that big that seems so much bigger than we can really handle alone? So, so let me ask you, um, we're now at the end of your project. Um, I haven't seen you for several weeks. Um, tell us, you know, give us some takeaways, maybe three golden nuggets that you've learned from your experience. And I just love to learn uh, how you really closed out the project in recent weeks. Sure. Um, so the, um, the project is almost closed. We're done with 29 of the 30 boot camps. Um, number 30 is going to be in Portland on July 5th at 8 a.m. at CrossFit Portland. So definitely hit up uh, stronginsideout.com if you want more info to come join us. Everybody is welcome, and it's going to be a big bangerang event, um, coordinating actually with um, the World Domination Summit that's up there. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fun. But Real quick, Phil's going to be there. Phil is going to be there. Awesome! Awesome! <laughs> I'm so psyched. I'm so psyched. We got to we got to get Bernie out too. Hell yeah. That would yeah, be Yeah, Bernie. I'm telling you. Do it. Okay. Okay, I'm going to try to make it happen seriously. Okay. Continue and we will talk offline okay. about that. <laughs> okay. So, three golden nuggets basically about the 29 so far. Um I think the biggest one that is kind of underlying with all of these is don't wait for permission. Um so exactly what you said uh kind of inspired you really ask yourself if all of these people are making these great big things happen why not you what it makes you different from all of those people to go out and make your movement happen you are your own movement changing one life even if it's just your own is a movement in itself so don't wait for permission don't wait for somebody to do it for you don't wait for somebody to tell you it's okay to finally do it just go out and make it happen for yourself or for the people you want to help so that's number one Number two is you're never going to be ready. So I, I, I wish I'd had so many more months to prepare. I wish that I had sponsorships so that I didn't have to work so hard to get all of these locations. I wish that I had somebody to travel with me the whole time so that I didn't have to think of A, B, C, and D during the boot camps. And sometimes I forgot a lot of, I forgot to take pictures with everybody at the end. I forgot to have people sign in. And, you know, it's just going to happen. And you're not always going to be ready. Don't wait to be ready before you take action. Just start taking action. Everything else will follow. And number three, I guess, don't underestimate the power of face-to-face -face connection, of in-person connection. So there's so much that technology does for us now, and it's freaking amazing because Strong Inside Out wouldn't exist without it. Um, you know, and uh, all of my all of my friends that I have online wouldn't exist without it. But being able to go out on this tour and meet all of those friends I have online in person has just amplified my message and this whole movement to just levels that I couldn't have even dreamed of before this. So, if you ever get the chance, really try to make those in person connections because they speak so much louder than an email does or even than a Google Hangout does. I hope I get to meet you all in person too. That's so awesome. I, I know I do have a question, but I think it's better for kind of closing it out. Phil, you've been um, quiet, honey. What, what <laughs> do you have to ask my sister? Yeah, wow, so much. Well, first, I'm so stoked that you'll be on our show and I get to see you again. 
Yeah. That's really exciting. I'm so thrilled for that. Um, next, your bravery is awesome and inspiring. Thank you. <laughs> and the fact that you're real. I mean, seriously, real. That's really cool, Amy. A lot of people don't. Well, a lot of people don't do that. So I applaud that. Um, and then your your point about in person. I mean, this is great. Don't get me wrong. This is as close as we can get. Yeah. But until you can solidify that in person, it, it, it is difficult to understand the impact that we can have until we can really feel that impact. I mean, we read about this. I, I, I read about slacktivism, right? People think uh, they retweeted a post. And not that we don't appreciate that. Heck, that's great. But realistically, we really want to feel that impact. We want to really help, and the best way to do that is those in-persons. I mean, the fact that you went out 30 cities, that's freaking awesome. That's a major impact, majorly inspiring. So many people, you know, like you said, they want to get ready, right? Oh, my gosh, I only got one sponsor, no sponsors, three sponsors. Screw that. Just go. Get started. Yeah. I mean, that's what you did. That's, that's what's so cool. I mean... Uh, for me, that's the core of your message, Amy. Even more than, right, more than, more bigger than suicide and depression, not, those aren't enormous enough, but to change the world, you have to start. Yeah. You know, we yeah. already have it inside us. Whatever it is you need, it's already there. You just got to yeah. show up, stop listening to people who tell you there's not enough. And I think that, I guess, you know, those are statements, but my, my question is, so uh, what... At what point did you say, I'm going to do this, even though you didn't have all that backing, even though you weren't ready? I mean, how, how did you make that decision? Sure. So I've, I've definitely had a few shut up moments, and I love the... I love the title of this show because it's, it really does just drive home exactly what you're trying to, to get across. But um, I think... The, the moment that I really knew that I, it was going to happen and I wasn't going to wait anymore was uh, I, I thought about this in the car after WDS, actually, because I left the last World Domination Summit feeling like there were so many people doing these amazing things and I really wanted to help more people than I was and get this me message that I couldn't quite quantify out there. So I knew I wanted to help this charity. Um, because they spoke to me on a deeper level than any other charity had, has ever spoken to me before. And um, I knew I wanted to do something extraordinary. I knew I wanted to live an adventure and bring this out to people in person because I'm so much better in person than I am even on you know video, in, in writing, or any, anything else. Um, and I actually I, I emailed Chris Gillibo about it I, I was telling him what I was going to do and all this kind of stuff. And he was like, oh, cool. Are you in L.A. right now? Because I have a $100 startup meetup tonight. And I was like, whoa, I'm coming. So, yeah. So I went out there and I, um, I ended up talking to him afterwards. I was listing all these things off of things I wanted to do, um, things I was planning, things that would be really great if they happened. And I just, there was this laundry list of things. And he finally looked at me in the eye and he said, Amy, what else do you need from me to make this happen? And it was just kind of like this snap, and I was like, nothing. 
I don't need anything else from anybody. I'm just going to go make this happen now. And that's exactly what I did was just step, step, steps right after that. Um, so it was kind of my wake up moment of like, no more permission, no more waiting. Just do it. Just go for it. Wow. So that's, so Chris gives you your, shut up, just get <laughs> started. But, but yeah, exactly. often we don't even realize that we have all we need. Yes. Because we just make excuses. I'm not ready. Well, what does it mean? Right? Yeah. When we're honest with ourselves and we question ourselves, or actually really when somebody else questions us, if we're strong enough to take that look and say, I don't need anything else. Yeah. I don't need permission. I don't need more resources. I don't need more time. I just need to shut up and get started. That's huge. I mean, and that validation, unfortunately, sometimes comes from without, right? It comes from somebody else, and sometimes it comes from within. Yeah. Either way, find it. Find yeah. something that you love, that you trust, that you respect, and then ask, hey, I can't do this by myself. I need help. And even though we don't use, necessarily use those words, a lot of times that's what happens. Perfect segue, Phil, because uh, Amy will remember this, but Phil, you don't know this. Um, the interview I was listening to, Amy talked about the importance of surrounding yourself with people who want to help and then actually asking people for help. Right? And I don't know yes. that I really have a specific question per se, but maybe if you can take us through that whole mindset of you having to swallow the ego and say, Amy, just, just ask for help, um, and, and you kind of put your hands out and said, you know, who's willing? Um, I can think of a few names already. I know you mentioned Steve mm -hmm. Camp. I know you've talked about Pat Flynn, Chris Gillibo. Um, take us through that, that mindset a little bit about the asking for help. Sure. So that was kind of a conscious decision at that time too. And I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up was I am so horrible at asking for help or I was, I'm better at it now, actually. Um, I've always been one to do it on my own and I've always been one to never go out and ask for help, which is what got me into so much trouble with my depression in the first place is I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to acknowledge it. I didn't want to acknowledge the fact that I couldn't do it all on my own. And I, uh, I didn't know what to do. So Kind of knowing that, and with that being the theme, I was like, okay, for this project, I know I can't do this on my own. I know I'm going to need help um, amplifying this message and getting it out, and I know it's something that's going to help people. I think people are going to want to help. So instead of going out and asking, asking for help, being like, hey, how can you help me? Please give me whatever you can offer. I said, this is what I'm doing. It's going to happen, and if you can help, that would be great. If not, if you could just help spread the message to somebody who can, that would be wonderful. Most people I reached out to said, yes, this is an amazing idea. Um, we want to help you as much as possible, like Steve Cam, like Pat Flynn made up the, at the end of the Indiegogo campaign. We actually fell a little bit short. He reached out right after the deadline and said, I'm going to make up whatever you didn't make because I want this to actually happen. Um, Antonio Centeno of Real Men Real Style funded my workout videos so that I'd have perks for the Indiegogo campaign. Otherwise, it was just going to be stickers and thank you so much videos. Um, <laughs> Bernie, you got the video. You got the horrible name song video. Um, it wasn't horrible. You have it a was. You have a beautiful singing voice, and you should get into singing if you're really serious about that. What? You liar. <laughs> That just hurt more than just saying, don't, don't ever do it again. 
<laughs> no, awesome. it was it was so much fun. It was so much fun because I actually shot that with um my best friend uh, Andrea, who's a major Pilates star actually. Um, and uh, it was just so much fun to film that. But anyways, that's kind of like the segue. But um, I think if you're really helping a lot of people, just presenting your idea instead of going out and asking for help or even offering their um, their community some kind of benefit instead of just going out and asking for them to give you something. I think trying to give them as much as you possibly can through it, that's another way that I did ask for help um, from people's communities was, what can I offer you? I have these three ideas. Do any of these work for you? But really going with um, you know ideas in mind of how you can best help their community. Um, I just said that about three times the same or different ways for you. <laughs> No, that's awesome. And and I remembered it. I totally remembered it because uh, Phil is kind of one of the, the Chris Gillibos to me where he basically told me to shut up and go do the stuff that, that I needed to. And every single time, you know, Phil does this a lot and I know I do that as well, but every time we, we want to help or we want to serve, it's really easy for people in our community to go, how can I help? Like, like what do I need to do? Where do you need me to be? Um, and it isn't because I'm always taking or that Phil's always taking or even now knowing you that you're always taking is you're serving a cause you're helping a mission and everybody gains you know from from that effort and I think it's so beautiful I, I think if, if the message I'm hearing here today is mostly um, attach yourself to something that really matters and that is that's going to help a much larger number of people but then you in the process um, how can anybody have a problem with you asking for help um, in something like that so yeah. um, I know we're kind of at the end of our time, and I could just talk to you forever. <laughs> so we're going to have to have a private conversation at some point. We will. But, yeah. but um, tell us what's next. Tell us, I mean, the 30 by 30 project is almost done, but I know you're not done with all the amazing things you're doing. So tell us what's in store for us next, my dear. Um, so there are a lot of things in the work that I can't talk completely about right now, but... I can tell you a little bit of what I'm planning. So, this movement is very far from being over, and I don't. I hope that it actually never ends. But this was a very life-changing experience in that every single town that I went to, every single city I went to, somebody came forward to me, in private or in front of other people, and said, "Thank you so much for sharing your story because I've struggled with the same exact thing. Um, I've overcome." Um, I've overcome struggles through fitness as well. So this is something I think needs to be amplified a little bit more. And I keep saying that word, but it's such a great word, amplify. Um, it is the, the ties between mental health and physical health. And that's something that, you know, a lot of Western medicine tries to keep separate. And it's, it's, it's finally starting to come closer and closer together. But I'd really love to kind of be a catalyst for that to kind of, just finally come and explode together because um, so that's kind of the root of where I'm going towards um, is a lot of more um, I guess uh, bringing mental health and physical health closer together. I, I, I'm just gonna leave it at that because I think everything else I'm gonna stay quiet on. Sorry for now. <laughs> no problem. Uh, Phil, before we have uh, Amy tell everybody where they can find her, was there any closing remark or closing question that you have for my dear sister? Well, I, I would just say, Amy, you are making a difference. And we are so delighted to have you as our friend in our world. 
and teaching us how to how to shut up, how to make it happen. I mean, that's that's really cool and really inspiring. And I just want to say thanks because the message needs to get out. You know, a lot of people see a strong outside and miss that inside sometimes there's that insecurity or worse. Yeah. So um, if that's someone you love, if that's you, um, I guess my closing thought is just ask for help. Yeah. It, it means you're strong. It doesn't mean you're weak. Exactly. Everyone struggles. It's okay to not be okay because we all are. Yep. Yep. We're all perfectly broken, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's beautiful. Yes. The way I would explain it is we all cry cry. Great, great. Right. We all yeah. great, great. <laughs> That's because of you. That's my new name from Chris Brogan, by the way. Tony. I knew it. I knew it. I did that on purpose. I love it. I love I it. I love it. And another person, by the way, Chris Brogan's another person who you impacted through your movement, and he fell in love with your project. I know he used his whole, you know, several thousands of Twitter followers and whatnot to, to promote that. So, um, yeah, you, you're awesome, Amy. Uh, you are amazing. I am subscribed to your newsletter. I am subscribe. I just can't even talk. Subscribe. I'm subscribed to your your strong insight out uh, blog. I love you to death. You're in my speed dial. But but if you're not Bernie or Phil, how else can somebody listening get a hold of you or find you? Uh, so I am at StrongInsideOut.com. I have a blog that posts twice weekly there. We just released the Strong Inside Out workout videos today, um, which you can I get for I saw the link. I saw right? the link. Yay! Cool. It's 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 like they finally are free are um, available. Um, so for thirty dollars, you get all five Strong Inside Out workout videos. Um, sorry to just kind of like throw this in here really quick, but the thirty dollars which is kind of, it's kind of my year of 30, so I thought I'd just price them all at $30. All $30 or all proceeds go to To Write Love on Her Arms. All of it. So I'm not making anything until we pass $5,000 if it gets to that. So just know that your money is going to a good place, and you'll get five freaking insane Strong Inside Out workout videos. Um, the basis of it was the 30 by 30 Project Boot Camps, but you can find me at StrongInsideOut.com as well as more information about the videos. And you can also find me on Facebook.com slash StrongInsideOut or on Twitter at StrongInsideOut. Awesome. Thank you, my sister. It was such a pleasure talking to you today, seriously. So, so damn proud of you. Thank, so thank you. you. I love you guys. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Shut Up Show. And remember, if you don't want to miss a single episode, go on to our website at theshutupshow.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Until next time, folks, shut up and make shit happen.